0: Praise the Lord, everyone. The Lord. Brother Douglas is giving you some handout. There's no way that we will cover everything that I'm gonna I've given you tonight. Uh, we will get as much of it as possible. But we are coming to the wind up of our, our teaching and lesson in Revelation. I'm not gonna cover the things that I covered when I studied on the millennial reign. We've already done that, so uh those chapters that has to do with that we will not be getting into. We will be winding up. Tonight, beginning of tonight, we're gonna to really get into uh what I call some heavy hitting. Um and We've talked an awful lot about the, uh, the beast and the Antichrist system uh, that's going to wreak havoc on this planet. Uh, and back when we was in the 13th chapter, we told you that the Antichrist is going to have a political head and a religious head. And tonight we're going to be talking about the religious head of that system. We've talked about the political head. Now we're going to talk about the religious head. Uh, and we're going to Revelation 17, and we're going to read verses one through six out of the uh, chapter 17. On your hand out there, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication." So he carried me away in the spirit to the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet uh beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Now, if you'll remember you ought to remember that beast from a thirteenth chapter. this is the same beast, the same beast, but this time there's a woman riding uh is uh, the main difference here. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold, precious stones, and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. Verse 6 says, I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. That is uh, 17th chapter of Revelation, uh, verses 1 through 6. The vision uh, John had of the woman riding upon a seven-headed beast, which had ten horns, gives us an undeniable description of the apostate system that will rule the world during the last seven-year period known as the Tribulation. The last Gentile kingdom that will govern before Christ issues in his millennial kingdom will have both a religious and a political side. Those who, uh, those who have previously rejected truth will be deceived and forever seal their doom by worshiping the beast and uniting with this, his demonic kingdom. Satan's religious system is pictured as a woman dressed in purple and scarlet sitting upon many waters. She is adorned with gold and pearls and precious stones. She carries a gold cup in her hand, And she rides upon a scarlet-colored beast with seven heads and ten horns. The waters that she sits upon speaks of the world's population. Verse 15 identifies the waters as peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. Hence the sea of mankind. Satan's religious system will be a one-world church. Let me stop just for a moment. Now, in, in this end-time system, there's, uh, there's, not only is there going to be a one-world government, but there's going to be a one-world church. Um, the United States as we know it right now, with a Constitution and a Bill of Rights, you know, those days are going to be over with. Matter of fact, they're doing everything they can do now to chip away at it. Uh, I've never seen in my lifetime, uh, as long as I've been here, and I'm 60 year old, I've never seen as much desecration of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution as what I've seen in the last few years. Uh, and, uh, they're not gonna stop till it's all, it's all done away. Uh, the woman is a harlot and pictures spiritual fornication. So, This is what we're talking about. It's not talking in the natural, but it's talking spiritually. Spiritual fornication. She is the mother of all false religions. The false religious system is rich with wealth and drunk with the blood of the saints and martyrs. Her cup speaks of her abominations to God, abomination to God. She is dressed in purple of wealth, and the scarlet of the dragon, Satan. She rides upon the beast of Revelation 13. The Antichrist carries the religious system to accomplish his own wicked ends. The seven heads are seven mountains and seven kingdoms. The mountains, as we mentioned before, refer to Rome, which is built on seven hills. The fifth kingdom and the final kingdom will be the revived Roman Empire controlled by the Antichrist. It was pictured by God in Daniel chapter 2, verses 41 through 45. You can look those up later if you would like. By the ten toes of the image. It is pictured here by the ten crowns. The final Gentile Empire will be made up of ten, a ten-nation confederacy. It will be of one mind and will give its military strength to the Antichrist. Verse 18 says that the woman is that great city, Babylon, has always represented Satan's Gentile world dominion. Mystery Babylon is Satan's false religious system. Ecclesiastical Babylon, it is the one world church. Babylon the great is Satan's political system. Commercial Babylon, it is the one world government, and folks, it's all coming together now, as never before. It's all coming coming together. Now let's 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 break this down. Uh, and talk uh, about. We're going to first talk about about the woman, uh, mystery Babylon the Great. Uh, The writer begins with the declaration that this was a mystery. A mystery, by definition of the English word, is something not fully understood, an enigma. Uh, That's what you will find with the English dictionary. Uh, They're going back to the original Greek. Um, I have the original Greek word there. Uh, Musterion is how it's pronounced. Which means to shut the mouth. Now that's 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 what the Greek word means to, to shut the mouth. Now what in the world? Why would it be considered that? Why? Let, let's let's think about this. Through the idea of silence imposed by initiation into religious rites, hence an imposed secret. So this woman has deliberately devised a mystery, a smokescreen, to conceal who she really is. That's why he calls her mystery, and he uses this word that means to shut the mouth. See, on the outward, she looks beautiful. On the outward, it looks like she's doing a lot of good. Um, I was sitting in on the Bible class here two or three weeks back, and some folks began to speak up about how this denomination does this and that denomination does this and what whatever. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then somebody spoke up, well, you know, the apostolic church, the true church of Jesus Christ, our mission and our goal is to preach the gospel, is to bring truth. All, those, all those things that these other uh, people in religion are doing, On the outside looks good, but it's a smoke screen. It's a smoke screen because you don't find truth there. You don't find truth. You don't find delivering power. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm sorry folks. I don't mean to be critical, but there is no salvation outside the name of Jesus Christ. And I've, I've got 10 people that's in these things. I, we f- I filled up two two back rows of kin folks come in on uh cousins that really surprised me uh, 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 uh a couple weeks ago and some of uh, some of them uh i mean it's tied tied up in, um, uh, in into that stuff there is no salvation outside of the image, neither is there salvation in the other the word says hallelujah amen um uh, we can sit around and talk about good things that other you know, churches uh, uh, do all we want. That's, that's fine and great. But we're, we all know we're not saved by works. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The greatest thing that you can do to, for somebody is to give them truth. Hallelujah. That's the greatest thing you can do. So this false religion, this false religion mystery babbling, uh this woman has deliberately devised a mystery. The mystery hadn't come from God. The woman has devised, devised a mystery, a smoke screen to conceal who she really is, where she come from, and her true reason for being here. Now, some people have a hard time believing that somebody get up behind a pulpit and deliberately mislead you, but there are people who will deliberately mislead you. Hallelujah! Some folks teach what they, they they don't know any better, and I understand that. But let me tell you something: there's a lot of folks, Amen, know better. A famous one, a few years back. Uh, um, every time I go to talk about him, I can't I can't remember I can't remember his name. He he was a well-known Baptist preacher. They called, uh, he got his start, uh, in, uh, in New Orleans preaching on the street corner on Bourbon Street. They called him the Bur- Bourbon Street Preacher. No, uh, no, no, this ain't, uh, uh this, uh, Billy Sunday is a lot, a lot goes back in the 18th century. This, this guy here was, was, uh, preaching in the, in the 60s. Bob Harrington. Bob Harrington. And um uh, right after they built the big ram building downtown, the municipal auditorium, it's old now. Uh and uh but when that thing was brand new, uh I went to two two meetings there. One, old Roberts came and had a big meeting there and uh packed that thing out and and then Bob Harrington came. Uh I don't remember uh, how long it was between. But uh, I, he had, that that place was packed out. And there was a group of teenagers from one of the uh, UPC churches. Uh, they ran into him and met him after the service. And uh, they began to try to witness to him about who Jesus really was and about water baptism in Jesus' name. And he put up his hand, they said, like, his, wait a minute, you, you, you're not telling me nothing that I don't know. I understand what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying, he says, and uh, I know what the Bible says about it. One of them says, well, if you understand that, why don't you preach that? He looked at him. He said, did you see all them uh, hundreds of people that had packed this place out tonight? They said, yeah. He said, if I preached it, he said, I'd lose them all. I'd lose them all. And it wasn't about three or four years later. He was involved in a great scandal. He lost them all anyway. So, folks, there are people out there who know better and who deliberately preach and mislead folks. Hallelujah. They put on a smoke screen just like what we're bringing out here tonight. The heart of the mystery centers on the name Babylon the Great. Now, that's the heart of the mystery, If you remember, Babylon was the gold head of the image of the dream that was seen by Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel. Babylon fell and was conquered by the succeeding kingdoms. So at that time of John's vision of Revelation, Babylon literally didn't exist. When John was on the Isle of Patmos, there was no literal Babylon. It had already been destroyed. The Medes and the Persians come in. Y'all remember the story about the handwriting on the wall? You know? And Daniel interpreted that and he said, God has numbered your kingdom and divided it. It's gonna, um, you know, the Medes and the Persians, they come in and they conquered Babylon. Babylon hadn't existed since that time. So, when he calls this, uh, um two or three hundred years later, Babylon the Great, it's a spiritual meaning behind it, uh, Babylon failed and was conquered. So at that time of John's vision of revelation, Babylon did not exist in a literal sense. So we must look at Babylon as something more than a literal place and a fixed time. We are talking about Babylon as a system, religious, and a spirit which is anti-truth, anti-God, and anti-Christ uh let 's read a few scriptures i've placed here, first John two and eighteen little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now, many antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour. Now, John said that back then, first John chapter two verses twenty two Who is a liar? But he who denies that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Wow. 1 John 4 and 3. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. That was 2,000 years ago. John, Second John 1-7. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Anything, folks, that comes against the word, that comes against the Lord is antichrist, against Christ. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, that's what that word anti means in the original, against. Anything that comes against Jesus is antichrist. Amen. Hallelujah. Calls her to the mother of harlots. The term mother signifies the source of origin from which all other similar traits and characters spring. The originator of a family line. In the scriptures, a woman is often symbolic of a church or religion. A harlot is symbolic of adultery or fornication. Hence, this woman by the total description is symbolic of a false church or religion guilty of being the source of spiritual adultery and idolatry. Many prophetic students miss the mark when they look at the seven hills that the woman sits on and from that conclude that it is only the city of Rome. And forget about the mystery of Babylon because Babylon was the source of all false religion. Every false religion can be traced back to Babylon, way way past Rome. It all began with a man by the name of Nimrod. Amen. The one who uh, built his tower. Amen. it was it was not just uh a, a, a harmless tower but it it, it 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 was it was a a idolatrous temple this is one reason why god uh uh had it um, destroyed all false religions and false dogma can be traced back uh rome just simply picked up some of the things and and if you study the history of all this uh the uh Mary the mother of God, and all that uh, uh goes goes back to these false Babylonians. uh in egypt isis the um uh uh the goddess isis uh let me tell you something a lot of people don't realize this this terror terror group right now. That, uh, that the world is dealing with, it's not just coincidence that the, the, the name of them is Isis. You check that name up back through history uh, and uh, see where it comes from. Abominations of the earth. The third description of the woman is the abominations of the earth. In the English dictionary, the word abomination means something viewed in disgust or a detestable situation or thing. Uh, I've given you the Greek word there, which root word means to stink, as with disgust. It is linked to idolatry and idolatrous practices. The woman is guilty of luring the nations of the world into spiritual adultery against God by her idolatrous and pagan Practices in the name of religion. Let me stop right. I believe, now I'm, I'm going to, uh, I feel like, I believe that some sometime in the future, I believe there's going to be a marriage between the Catholic Church and the Muslim faith. The Pope is already Talking that way, uh, and trying to 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 lure things together to make it, to make it come to pass, all of the atrocities, talking about things that are abominations and things that make things stink. Look at <laughs> how in the world can people are? I mean, people in our government and anybody else keep saying. That uh Islam is a is a religion of peace with all the atrocities that they're committing i um I watched uh, and they didn't do, show the whole thing, but part of it, uh the first time ever i've seen it, it was on the internet. and anybody else see where they they recently stoned a woman to death? Um we know stoning is, is a bad thing it's it's it 's a very cruel thing and they uh recently there was there was a woman over there uh in one of those countries uh uh with the muslims and she was accused of adultery and they posted this on the internet. And there she was, she was begging her own father for forgiveness and uh, saying that she was sorry. But he was standing right there waving his hand like that saying, no, no. And it it went went on for several minutes. And finally, uh, another man started talking to her. And while this other man started talking to her, her own father walked around behind her, put a rope around her, tied her arms around her like that, and started pulling her and leading her off a few feet over here to where they, they had a, uh, an open pit dug that was about two and a half or three foot deep. They put her in, in this pit, and these men gathered around, and uh, the father picked up the first stone, and they, and they stoned this woman to death and uh, it it was on, it, it wasn't just an internet hoax it was it was it was it was on some news broadcast also uh look at the uh i don't know i can't keep up with it now you know we've had we've had three or four beheadings right here in america uh you know it's uh <laughs> it is not a religion of peace it is not a religion of peace. It's a smoke screen, just like what we're talking about here tonight. And I believe some kind of way that the Pope and this, this system, so he, they can they can get control and have more power. They're going to form some kind of alliance, some kind of league, some kind of. I just uh, I don't I don't see no way of getting around it because all of the religion, the false religion of the world, is going to come together in this system that's going to lead so many people uh, astray, Um, said she was drunk with the blood of the saints and martyrs of Jesus. This woman and the religious system she represents has on her hands the blood of every righteous person ever slain from Abel on down. Wow. Wow. You know what, I, might, I said I wouldn't get, get it all tonight, but I think I'm going to get it all covered. Let's get to the back page, because I've gotten this far, and I've got some things I want to show you that I hope will open your eyes to something. Talk briefly about the beast she rode. Seven heads, ten horns. We've already discussed all of that. The mystery manifested. There is no question that the seven mountains represents papal Rome. But the religion that makes up Catholicism is older than Rome. It originated in Babylon. The apostate church that will ride on the beast, or one world government, is a harlot that is the mother of all false religion and worship. Now, I didn't mention the Tower Bible. The Tower of Babel was not only a tower to reach heaven, it was the heart of Babylon's pagan religion. It was a slap in the face of God. It represented defiance of God's law. A well-known painting of the unfinished tower was used by architects of the European Union when they designed their headquarters. The design is so close to the two pictures can be blended as one. The world, the news media, has they don't show this, but when the European Union came together, now look at the pictures on your back page. One of them is an artist's description of what he thought the Tower of Babel may have looked like. I've seen that same picture years ago in, in some older Bibles, uh, uh, and I, I, I recognize that picture. The picture in the center is the headquarters for the European Union. And when they built the headquarters for the European Union, they used the picture of the Tower of Babel for their architects to get their design. You can take the two pictures. The picture on the other side there shows that the two pictures coming together to show how it fits perfectly. The European Union, the common market, their headquarters is rebuilt after the Tower of Babel. They... They are arrogant in the face of God because they know what that tire, I mean, that's it. That's an actual picture of it, and it is built, and one other thing. Tonight, we're talking about the woman riding the beast outside of that building. They got a statue. They got a outside the building. And that statue is a woman riding a beast, a bull. It's there. Folks, they know what they're doing. Now, unfortunately, already a lot of people in the world's being deceived and don't realize. I mean, anybody with one eye and a half sense ought to be able to look at this. You don't have to be spiritual-minded to take a look at this to see what this is. It's right here. It's built. There's their headquarters. Right here, this picture of, of the woman in Revelation 17, they got it in front of their building. They're not trying to hide that. They're not trying to hide it. Folks, we're all down. It's we're all here at at, at, at the culmination of this thing. It's come come together. Hallelujah. Um, Anybody got any comments you want to make or questions about anything that I've um, covered tonight?